Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we are having just a great day today as we engage the word of Yahweh. Oh, I love Yahweh. I love Yahweh so much. Don't you love Yahweh? Isn't engaging him awesome? I want to talk a little bit about the Hebrew living letters today. I want to encourage you. I mentioned this the other day, but read Psalms chapter 119. If you read Psalms chapter 119, say out of the King James or a version somewhat like that, um, there's, there's over each passage of scripture, there's a Hebrew living letter. And I'd encourage you to engage that Hebrew living letter for the revelation that's in the passage before you. And you will probably find some deeper meaning of that call, of that word that is before you in our our reality. Um, It's just so much more revelation when you engage the Hebrew living letters. Just so much more. Okay? I I just want to encourage you to engage the Hebrew living letters and engage what Yahweh has for you. Okay? And uh, see what Yahweh has for you. But today I want to go into the Friends of Eber book written by uh, Apostles, <laughs> Apostle Nolan Ball. I'm about to say Apostle Nolan Ball. Apostle Nolan Ball is actually Apostle Aaron's spiritual father. Apostle Nolan Ball is my spiritual grandfather. And um, but it's written by Apostle Aaron Smith from the Gates of Zion as well as Oracle Teresa Bowen, as well as Elizabeth Corley, uh, Vani, as well as Daniel Jedediah Cook. And so I want to go all the way toward the beginning of it because I want to go into the Aleph. Okay? I just want to talk about Aleph today. Uh, if you have your book, I mean, I wouldn't open it right now in case you're driving or whatever. But a little bit later on, I'd like for you to study it. I like you to go into Aleph and just begin to go engage Aleph, okay? Now, everyone has a different take on what they read and what they understand. So I can only bring you the understanding that Yahweh has given me. And so I want to come to you today with the understanding of what Holy Spirit has given me from the Hebrew Living Letters. I'm not a Jewish scholar. I'm a minister of the gospel. I preach Yeshua the Christ, Jesus, and him crucified and resurrected and ascended on the right hand of the Father, that I can be crucified in the flesh, that I can be ascended and resurrected with the Father inside Yeshua on the right hand of Yahweh inside Christ. Okay, so, but I do know some of the Hebrew, and I want to go to that real quick because I love this book. Um, the Aleph, for one thing, it's called the Aleph Bet, which is actually the first two letters. Um, like we in America, we call the alphabet. That's where it comes from. The Aleph Bet, which is the first letter, which I love about the Hebrew living letters. It has more than one meaning. It has a number meaning. It has a value meaning. It has a color meaning. It has a picture meaning. It has quite a few meanings. I love the dimensions that was given to the Hebrew living letters. And, and this came out of Yahweh. This wasn't something that man formulated to understand communication between them like English or like some other language. This language came from before the beginning of time when the world was created. Yeshua, Yahweh, the Holy Ghost spoke 
the Hebrew living letters in the beginning before the world was and then spoke everything out of the Hebrew living letters. And that's why they are gateways. They are fiery gateways and doorways into the portals and the dimensions of the realms of Yahweh. That's why it's so important to have your Hebrew living letter name so you can see what you were spoken out of from the beginning of time. Like myself, Samat, Gog, Gimo, Ayan, Bet, Yod, I am son of light in short form, Sagimabe. And it's speaking of frequency of the heaven of God over me and out of me and then arcing and joining with those that arc and join with me. I mean, it's so powerful. And so I want to go to Aleph. That's why it's so important. I just, I, I can't leave this moment for a second that Yahweh's saying it's so important for you to engage. I and mean, you can use any Hebrew living letter book you got out there. I refer this one because this is the one I've studied. And to me, it was the best one that I've studied. I have a few, but it's the best one I've studied. And I'm more biased, yes, because of my uh, apostle Aaron and uh, my best friend, Danny Cook, uh, wrote it. So I'm very, very excited about what they wrote, but it's the Spirit of God, and in the words of Justin Abraham, it's the spank of the Lord that's on it, right? It's that just that, wow, that's getting smacked, I think is exactly how that um, Justin Abraham would have said it, right? And so it's the whack of the Holy Ghost that's on it. And so when I go into this, and I go into page 11 from that book, and you can get that book from Amazon. You can download it digitally. That's what I did on my phone, on my Apple phone. You can download through Apple. You can iTunes. You can also probably do it on a Google phone that's not an Apple phone. Um, also, like an Android phone. You can probably get it also from um, getting it from Amazon, mailing it to them. Or the Gates of Zion themselves, you can get it. I'm almost out of copies, so I... I can't send it out um, unless you just can't find it nowhere. I'll get you one of my copies. Okay. And so, um, but let, let's look at this. Okay. I want to go right from the beginning. Okay. Aleph is the quiet strength and stillness of the midst of the inner core connection of heaven and earth. Now, another representation of Aleph is the bull, the ox. Okay. So let's look at this a little bit. All right. Um, it says strength. The Hebrew word elaf means ox. An ox represents a strong burden bearer. The elaf was an ox head in the early ancient Hebrew. Okay, so what, see what I love about the Hebrew living letters? It says that the elaf is it's not just saying like the letter elaf, right? Like A, right? In America, A, right? A, B, elaf, bet which is Aleph, which is the ox, the burden bearer, which also represents many things. One of the things it represents is Yeshua being the burden bearer. Yeshua being the burden bearer. I remember being in service and I'm preaching the gospel. Yeah, I know this is going to sound crazy, okay? So I'm preaching the gospel of Yeshua the Christ. And tell me, ask me, do I preach the gospel of Yeshua the Christ? Because I'm always preaching things that are wrapped into the mysteries and the secrets of the living God. Uh, but you cannot get the secrets and the mysteries of the living God unless you end Yeshua. Yeshua, the gospel of Yeshua is not limited to the, to the death, burial, and resurrection. That is the gateway, the doorway to the gospel of Yeshua. The fullness of Yeshua is the fullness of creation of who he is. As I step into him, as I am in him, and he is in me, according to John chapter 17, and then we are in the Father, and we go sit on the throne of God, and the deity of Yeshua, and we become one with Elohim, one with Yeshua, 
Yeshua, one with the Holy Ghost. So the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Yeshua, is not limited to just baby in the manger, the mighty, majestic work of the cross, and then death into the burial ground, and then resurrection before all men to see, and then ascension to heaven. That is the premise of the gospel of Yeshua the Christ, but it's only the gateway into the bet. It's the gateway into the house. In my Father's house, is many mansions, many dimensions, many rims, many rooms of glory. If it were not so, I would have not told you. But because I go to prepare for you a place there where I am, you right now may also go. See, so everything we do, including the Hebrew living other name, is we go inside of who Yeshua is. And that is we are. We are the carriers of Yeshua, the temple of God, where God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost dwells in us. And I go sit inside of Yeshua in the mountain of the Lord because Yeshua and the kingdom of God is sitting inside of me. Woo. <laughs> I'm having a great time with this right now, okay? So I go into Aleph and this ox, okay, I'm, listen, I'm not preaching about Aleph. I'm not preaching about the ox. I am just speaking the gospel of Jesus Christ according to the revelation that he's given me. Like Apostle Paul, he says, I spoke unto the revelation that was given to him. I am such a man. I speak of the revelation that comes out of the heavens. I walk with God and I speak out of those heavens. I speak out of that revelation of what Yahweh's saying. And why I'm speaking that revelation in the middle corridor of my church, this ox, a huge thing like Paul Bunyan's ox comes rushing up into me, like right in front of my face, and then snorts as he stops and this dust goes. I mean, I'm in a heaven dimension while this going on. This is all being done, seen in my mind. I didn't really have like a 2,000-pound ox, like a Paul Bunyan ox, come inside my church. This is happening in the imagination room. Uh, not the fantasy realm, but the imagination realm of the spirit of the territory gland where its image is revealed from heaven. All right, and I'm like, what in the world is going on here, God? I can sense this thing. I can feel this thing. I can feel the vibration of this thing. I can smell this thing, and it's to carry. It's like, I am the burden bearer. And it was like, jump on my back, and I'll take you to the throne of God. It's like, jump on my back, and I will take you to the throne of God. So Yeshua was representing himself as the Aleph. And don't tell me that's not possible because Yeshua represents himself as the eagle. Yeshua represents himself. Actually, if you think about this, all right, well, I wasn't going to add this in, but we'll go ahead and add it in. Why we're getting a little deeper, the ox, the lion, the eagle, the man. Yeshua is represented in all those things in the Bible. Basically, from the burden bearer all the way to the eagle, all the way to the man, the king, the priest, and uh, all the way to every one of them, to the lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the ox, the lion, the eagle, the man. So think about it. even the four living creatures that was born, which represents the, the king, the priest, the oracle, the legislator. I mean, where do you think we get this from? We get it from Yeshua. Yeshua is the representation of the totality of what you and I are. Not you and I going to be. You and I are. We just don't have the full revelation we haven't fully discovered the consciousness of how to walk completely in the full revelation of who Jesus is inside of us. And that's why we're learning more and more and more about the gospel of Yeshua the Christ. So I go into the Aleph because it means strength. So it's a burden bearer. It is a connecting a heaven and earth. Think about it. Aleph is written using Avav with two Yods. 
The Vav is bowing in humility, and the Yod represents the earth below and the heaven above. I love this. So the burden bearer is representing that which is in heaven to that which is in earth. That which is in earth to that which is heaven. Oh, come on. Come on. I love this part. I want to read this part. I've, I've mentioned this quite a few times, but it gets me every time because you and I are meant to be co-creators with Christ Yeshua. We are meant to be co-creators with Christ Yeshua. You right now, you are meant to be not to learn how to do it, not to be like, oh, one day when I grow up or one day when I'm pure enough or one day when I never sin or one day when I never have a bad thought or get angry. No, you were meant to be co-creators. The moment you came out of the womb of heaven and to the earth, you are co-creator with Christ Yeshua, the son of the living God, for you sat in the right hand of God inside of Yeshua as a son. But at that moment, you were under the law of sin and death. Therefore, you were separated in this natural realm. You were separated in the thoughts and mind of the natural realm, having your mind blinded from the things of God. But once you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and his precious and filling of the Holy Spirit, now your eyes are open to the heavenly things. Now, how far will you open your eyes, says the Lord of hosts? How much will you open your eyes? Will you only open your eyes to the basics of the gospel, the basics of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the basics of the word, or will you open up your eyes into the mysteries and the gateways and the keepers of heaven? The very keepers of heaven. So let me go into Aleph, and I'm only on you know, the first page of Aleph. I probably won't go get no farther than that today, but Aleph is used as a prefix and a verb, which means I will. Get this in your spirit. This goes all the way back to Genesis. The inner core of our will needs to connect to heaven. See, we have that in us. Our inner core wants to connect to heaven. This became a revelation to me when I was looking at the phrase that originated in Hebrew. The first word was Abra. It means I will create the first Aleph in the prefix, I will. The word bara means create. Oh, I love this. Every time I say this, it resonates in my spirit. I will create. I'm a co-creator with Christ Jesus. Come on, say it. I am a co-creator with Christ Jesus by his blood filled with the Holy Ghost. Woo! <laughs> oh, come on. That's an fire right through me. The first word abara is I will create. The first Aleph is prefix, I will. The word bara means create. The second word of the phrase is cadavera, which means as was spoken. The kaf in the prefix, the word devar is from the root word devar, which means speak or spoken. Yes, this is the phrase commonly mispronounced as abracadabra. Okay, but that's just how it's mispronounced. But let's go a little bit further and let's go to the next page, okay? The phrase should be pronounced abracadabra, which I'm probably not saying it right. You'd have to ask Elizabeth Corley. She, she's like a Hebrew scholar. And it contains the meaning, I will create as it was spoken. In other words, I align my will with Yahweh to create what he has spoken into my scroll. Come on, this is one version of it. I will create as it was spoken. I will align my will to Yahweh's will to create what he has spoken into my scroll. Yahweh has a scroll for each one of us when we accept him 
in our lives and decide to create what he has spoken concerning us. His glory shines through us. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Let me go read what Daniel Cook says real quick. Aleph is the fullness of Yahweh. It is his leading, his strength, his breath, his promise, his fulfillment, his plan, and especially his love. In Aleph, my journey begins. In Aleph, I find the completion of his word in my life. In Aleph, I am royalty. I am seated and adorned with the crown of Aleph. That's another uh, perspective of Aleph that I am crowned with the crown of Aleph, the fullness of Yahweh, of the heaven and earth connection, bearing that burden is gracious you inside of me that causes it to be a burden bearer that carries me. And it's not just a burden bearer, that which carries the king. That's what carries me. Oh, Father, I thank you for Aleph today. I thank Apostle Aaron, I thank all the writers of the book of Eber, especially my great friend, Daniel Jedediah Cook. I love y'all so much. Thank you so much. And always for more Hebrew Living Letters guru stuff, <laughs> look up Daniel Cook and the Daily Hebrew Living Letters. That dude and his wife rocks in this field. I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom.